When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Welcome to Is This Real Life, a podcast that relates the quirkiest aspects of pop culture and reality TV to our own lives. I'm your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 67. I have a great guest for you. Jess Zade from The Real Housewife of the West Side Podcast joins me to talk about all things housewives in California. That means Beverly Hills and the OC, which just got started this week, and I am loving it. Never thought I would say that. I hope you are all enjoying your summer. I definitely am, and I'm going to be taking the next three weeks off, so we'll be back with a new episode, Labor Day Weekend. Now, without further ado, Miss Jess Sade. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Jess Sade, the real housewife of the West Side. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. So we just started off with the OC, but I know you live near Beverly Hills and wanted to hear what your thoughts were on the ending of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season and kind of what you're (laughs) thinking might change um, coming up. Yes, I... um... I do. I do not technically live in Beverly Hills, the city proper, any longer. Um, I technically do live in City of LA, but I'm right. I'm right on the edge. What they call Beverly Hills adjacent. Adjacent. <laughs> Love it. I mean, adjacent. Um, anyways, but um, yeah, I. You know, it was quite a season of. I don't know. I, I want to say they can only go up from here, but knock on wood. Um, yeah, it was it was quite interesting. I did I, I went off on a bit of a rant on my Patreon about a week ago about um, the reunion, which obviously LVP was not there. Um, you know, I don't have anything against LVP. I but whatever. I think she's done. I don't really need her anymore. I think that she's a little too premeditated anyway. And overall, I will say the synopsis of my rant was pretty much like. You know, Beverly Hills, I feel like, is so not just premeditated isn't the right word, but too, you know, conscientious about themselves, basically. And as far as 
the reunion, specifically like the third part, which it did not need to be three parts, by the way. I um, know. Why do they do that? that? No. And that little thing, about, they made graphics. Like when you're making graphics for shit, like you know it's bad. The yeah. the graphic about like look, traveling with the housewives, da, da, da. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but I basically, with because there are some, you know, things that, I want to reserve for the Patreon, but they, um, I, my message to viewers would just be this. Okay. There were a lot of things at that reunion that a lot of accusatory statements made, you know, from the girls to each other that listen, if you, you can find these things out, they, you can go to the LA superior court and find these things out. And just because someone says something is not true on a Bravo reunion does not mean that it is in fact not true. Oh, like there all are, the stuff with the lawsuits and Dorit Yeah, all the stuff and, with the lawsuits and yeah. all the, you know, with, and what I find so ironic is about Beverly Hills is that like, literally, I think two people in the cast are free of lawsuits right now. Lisa Rinna and Camille. Um, Camille's not even like in the cast. But everyone else has like pending law shit and I think it's so funny because it's like on New York you know Luann like we literally see footage of her in jail and she's just <laughs> like you know here I am like this is me whatever but on Beverly Hills we're like oh no we can't and by the way Dorit saying like well I can't talk about it. it's a pending legal issue is fucking bullshit because unless you're under a gag order you can say what you want your lawyer may say like don't say x y and z because it's going to just incriminate you further but she can say shit and um the one thing i will say because this is whatever i said it on my patreon but i have hashtag receipts um for her to say she i mean she completely i don't think i even need to say allegedly because there's literally court documents like that are written in black and white that state this um that for her to say like, oh no, Andy, like my bank accounts were not seized. That is false. Blah 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 blah. Dude, three. There's literally a a minute order from yeah. the LA Superior Court that says this amount, whatever it was, twenty nine thousand, blah blah blah, is frozen right now until your next court date in September. Like, I don't understand it's, why these women they want to like, keep why? up a facade. They, I think. They lie to themselves so much that they don't know fact from fiction sometimes. I think it gets confusing for people like Dorit. I really do. Or maybe she just didn't know because she failed to appear in court and that's why the funds got frozen anyway because she <laughs> failed to appear and the judge – it's in the minute order. I it know. Says, I know. It's it's absolutely well, I'm not crazy. I'm not getting frustrated with you. I'm getting frustrated with like – No. I'm, it's I'm so like, crazy to me. And I don't like they all have this like we're not going to bring up each other's lawsuits because we're friends. <laughs> Please. You are not friends. Friends. No, no. I mean, I mean some of them legit are, but yeah. I, also, I also think, you know, just like everybody, like I would say I'm friends with, you know, like I just had my soul cycle instructor on my podcast and I, I would say I'm friends with him, but I'm not going out to dinner with him and his wife. You know what I mean? Like there's different levels of friendship, you know, like I'm also friends with Tom at Whole Foods in Beverly Hills, who's worked there for 10 years, but Tom and I don't hang out. 
So, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's different, there's different levels. It, 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 the whole thing is just crazy. But have you heard about any shakeups that might happen? Um, like Brandy was saying, oh, they're never going to bring me back because they want to leave it open for Lisa Vanderpump to come back. She'll oh, probably take a season it, off and then back. come back and all that. No, I don't think. Listen, I don't honestly have any intel on like casting and stuff like that. What I have as far as casting, I mean, I have like a hunch of I I think Camille will be full time next year. If she isn't, I'm like, I'm sorry, that's fucked up because she earned it. Um, I think Camille, obviously Kyle's not going anywhere. This petition that everyone's talking about, about trying to get Kyle and Teddy um, knocked off, I think is hilarious because Kyle, I don't think is going anywhere. I, um, yeah, you know, I have a personal thing with Kyle, whatever, but she's not like, she's not polarizing on the show, you know? So she'll, oh, here's a little bit of tea actually that just, I remembered actually speaking of SoulCycle, um, when I was talking to my SoulCycle teacher and we were recording or after we were recording we were talking about um because he was like so he's like you did teddy's plan and he is actually friendly with teddy so i didn't want to be like too uh forthright about my honest feelings but um he's like yeah he's like well teddy and kyle come to class together i'm like i know remember that's where i met teddy and he made this comment i started laughing because he's like but you know what's weird he's like over the past like year He's like, you know, Kyle used to come by herself sometimes and Teddy used to come by herself sometimes. But he's like, over the past year, he's like, they only ever come together. And I started laughing. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, because they're like butt buddies now. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, didn't you watch the reunion? And he's so funny because he's like, uh, he's like, if my wife's watching it, I'll watch it. But, you know, I'm sure he's not like there every Tuesday night. <laughs> like watching. Um, yeah. Right. Right. And I was like, no, like everyone's pissed because they're like such BFS. And he's like. Yeah, like, I guess now that I think about it, like, they always get, like, the, the these two, he named the numbers, but whatever, basically the two, because <laughs> that's how the... they go by, you know? Right, like, yeah. because yeah, he knows that, like, he's like, you're always on 40, and you're always on, you know, whatever, he knows people where they ride, um, and so he's like, they are always on those two, like, they're literally on these two bikes, like, in the very back row, like, in the corner, like, they're fucking, like, Celine Dion, um, and he's like, that is, that is interesting, I never really noticed that before, and I was like, also, David, did you know, because my soul cycles teachers, his name is David. Um, I was like, have you noticed that in the past year, I was like, the days that Lisa Rinna comes to Soul Cycle are not the days that, um, uh, what's her face? Kyle and, and Teddy, Teddy go. Interesting. Was, so they Soul Cycle on different days. But this is the thing because, and I'm sure they take different people's classes, like a lot. I only like to really take his class, but I'm sure they take, you know, other classes too. But, there's that Tuesday, he has the Tuesday, Thursday, um, 1030. And that's usually like when I see people. And um, he's like, actually, now that I think about it, he was like, yeah, I guess you're right. He's like, I never really thought about that. <laughs> Is there like a beef or something? And I was like, just ask your wife. <laughs> I don't think there's a beef between Rena and Kyle, right? No, I don't think there is. E- no. I don't think either. I think... I- I- I don't think there's like a huge, like a huge beef. I just don't think that, and I don't even think there's a really a quote beef with Rinna and Teddy either. I just don't think they like, I, think I don't they think they find her annoying. Yeah. yeah. I just think they like She's get just along. annoying. Yeah. She, and I also, yeah. I think that, you know, people are a little put off by, um, 
Teddy and Kyle's friendship in general, like Camille said that, and this is, this is the other thing. I know a lot of people hate Camille and whatever Camille can do some heinous things, but I also think that like Lisa Rinna, she knows what, um, they want out of her and she kind of is like okay you want me to do this I'll go in and do it and she kind of doesn't really care if she comes off like it's you next Tuesday um but I a lot of the things I'll just say this a lot of the things that Camille speculated about on the reunion I have heard them all to pretty much be right on the money wait which things just things in general you know, she threw out some speculations or some accusations, and I, a lot of people were like, "Well, where did that come from? Where did that come from?" And this, Wait, I've said this against who? Uh, I'm trying to remember because she was. About, she said some stuff about Teddy. She said some stuff about Dorit. I think it was mainly just like Teddy and Dorit, and yeah. um, oh, Denise and Denise. What about and Denise? That's what I couldn't figure Denise. out. What she was upset about with Denise? Denise, I think. We'll definitely be back next season. Oh, yeah. But I think that her bitch flower will bloom next season. Mm-hmm. And I also think that, you know, I think that, you know, she probably went in there and I, I just, listen, this whole theory about like, oh, my God, she's so down to earth and she's like so normal. She's like us. I'm like, OK, guys, let's take a step back here. She's a professional actress. She's watched the show since day one. Let's not pretend that she didn't kind of know what she was doing. I just, and I've spoken with a couple of people who would be whatever. Let's just say that I've spoken with some people. And my theories are pretty much correct. And the other thing is a lot of the stuff that, um, that Camille brought up, like, same thing. There's evidence about that too. So I just Wait, like. Wait, what did she bring up? The, the lawsuit just, stuff, or what about? Just, yeah, about you know Denise, like, whatever, like legal stuff, and you know, it just if you watch the reunion and and watch what Camille Camille says, it's says all like Denise, it's all backed uh, up. Well, with with Denise, I mean, she did marry Charlie Sheen, like. Mm-hmm. She's not a good quote unquote goody girl. Like she's got she's a tough skeletons. Girl. She's got tons of skeletons. And I don't think she's pretending that she doesn't. Um, they just haven't come out on camera. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what comes out and if it comes out. And like like I said, that one of my biggest frustrations with them is like if you go on Twitter and say like an absolute and say absolutely this is not true like dude you don't do that kind of shit because if if and when it does come out you're gonna look like a real asshole mm-hmm. so I don't know but I listen I'll always watch it I've been there since day one but Beverly Hills is a little hard for me to watch now just because it's um I don't know. It's like, changed. My... It really has. It's just changed. It's so calculated. It all feels staged. These are the yeah. things that we're allowed to talk about. These are the things we're not allowed to talk about. And it just doesn't feel as raw and authentic. And I don't think we really get to know the women. There's like a facade yeah. always. Yeah. Um, but what do you think of the Real Housewives of the O.C.? sans Vicky as a housewife because 
We just watched it this week, and I did find it more captivating than last season. But um, I may be alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I, I mean, we're one episode in, so I'm, I'm a little nervous. I, I was, like, being kind of superstitious about saying that because I was like, fuck, if I say that it's better, then it's going to, like, go shitty and whatever. Right. Um, I – listen, I I love to hate Vicky. I think that, you know, I've been watching her since day one. She can be a garbage person. However, personally for me, it's like – I said this on someone else's podcast – Vicky, to me, this is what I equate her with. I equate her with, like, your drunk, annoying uncle who's, like, everyone hates him and talks shit about him. But if he's not at Thanksgiving one year, like, the vibe is off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of Vicky. (laughs) That's a really, really good analogy. Like, you don't – you just kind of need her there for the vibe. The problem is you never yeah. want your uncle to be the one talking the whole Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. You don't want to be like stuck right. sitting next to that right. uncle. Right. No, you put him you put him like at the kids' table. <laughs> and that's what I think they Bravo is trying to do. They're trying to make her a friend right. of. They're putting her at the Thanksgiving kids' table and not giving her as much airtime. And so yeah, it felt a little weird not having her there in the first episode, but she'll be there. No, I think she'll. I think she'll be there, and I think, yeah, I think Bravo's giving her a timeout. They're like, you need to go in the corner and think about what you did. And but what did she you know, do? I mean, of all of the people that I think should be given the boot to friend of, I think Nini is number one because she physically assaulted a cameraman, and he was in the hospital. And I just don't see how, if that's okay, like, then what the hell did Vicky do that was so terrible? I know, I know. I I think that too. And I'm like, Vicky didn't like physically hurt anyone. I mean, she did some of the nastiest shit that she did. I would say like with the with the fucking Brooks, like bringing fucking Brooks into our life. Although that, you know, was pretty amazing TV. Um, Honestly, all I can think of is that last season, she like if I had to hear one more time like when are you gonna propose? When am I getting him? Blah, blah, blah. I think that she like pushed that storyline, which wasn't even a storyline, like so freaking far that they were like, Vicky, stop. You need to like reassess, regroup. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is that her storyline was just so weak. It was weak. That that's the thing. So then this year yeah. she decides to make sure she gets proposed to on camera in an attempt. <laughs> She, like, doubles down on the weak right, storyline right. that none of us are into. Right. No one Meanwhile, I'm much more interested in her accusations that um, Kelly Dodd does cocaine. That Everyone's fascinates me. That. <laughs> yes. yes, that fascinates me, too. And I, from what I have heard, um, that is allegedly completely true. And yeah. I don't know why. I, I don't even know. Do I have to say allegedly? I thought that was kind of like a known fact. I thought it was a known fact, too. I think a lot of them do. You know, I, I mean, it's Sonia outed Dorinda on camera yeah. doing it. Um, I think, I mean, Lisa Rinna mentioned people were doing it in Dorit's bathroom at her. I don't know if that actually happened. But I, mm. with, you know, Kelly Dodd, I loved when they showed you know, scenes from, like, the entire season. 
um, she shouted, and I quote, I don't do cocaine and I'm not a fucking whore. <laughs> and I was like, yes, we are back. <laughs> Kelly God oh, is amazing. She and is such good television. What do you think really of is. her new boo, uh, Dr. Reagan? <laughs> Brian Reagan. I was talking about this, not on a podcast, but um, just personally with a friend of mine and <laughs> we were laughing so hard because you're saying like that scene when she goes to his office and he has the you know the flower arrangement there and like all this stuff and she's she's sitting on one side of the desk he's sitting on the other side like she almost looked like constipated and she looked she was the way she was <laughs> looking at him she was like oh god like do I have to kiss you now like it just and the fact that Jolie in the car flat out said to her, like, Mom, like, you have to stop dating these guys for buddy. Like, she flat out said I know. That and, girl like, your kid is, is wise beyond that. her years. Oh, and when she asked questions to Jolie, like, well, what did you think of the milkman? She says <sighs> something like, well, he was nice, but he, he didn't have any money. <laughs> no, didn't she say he was boring? And then they cut to that scene of him being like, tacos to he was like naming every kind of mexican food oh he could yeah stuff. and she said and then she goes he was poor That's oh yeah he was literally poor. what she said like, like i girl. love that you're teaching your daughter values <laughs> oh my god and this can we just talk for a minute about this whole twitter situation with tamra and kelly so i saw it and i couldn't yeah. tell if they hate each other or if or if this is like some sort of like like sick joke where they're just like really giving each other a hard time. I mean, maybe I'm just like naive, but I thought it was I thought it was legit. Oh yeah, I, I think it, it is because I don't think they know how to joke. Like properly, like I don't think they're witty enough to like the way that I would say right. like the women of Atlanta or Potomac or New York would trade jabs and make it like they shade each other, but at the end of the day, they love each other kind of a thing. No, it seemed right. like full on. Like, I think Tamara said to Kelly, oh, you know, you just like marry rich or at least I or you you date men for money. Well, I thought the whole thing started because of her of Tamara's comment in the beginning when she was talking about like how her life changed or whatever. She's like, so I live in Kodo now. And she's like, you know, you have to be rich to live in Kodo, which first of all, can I just educate anyone who's like not from the, I'm not from Orange County, but I like know enough about like Kodo de Casa, yes, it's a gated community, but it's huge. It's like, it's not like one of the little ones in Calabasas. Like it's huge, huge, huge. It's back to a forest. And yes, it's inland. It's not on the water, like Newport or Laguna or whatever. It's like more toward Irvine and it's, yeah, it's a gorgeous community, but there's anywhere, there's anywhere from, you know, like a $10 million house in there to a townhouse for like a half a million. So there's like everything in there. It doesn't mean okay. that like, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's not like, it's not like if you say, oh, they live in the Oaks in Calabasas, which is where fucking what's her face Kylie lives. It's not like, you know, you can't get anything below 2 million. It's, like, there's a lot of divorced dads that live in there. Like, it's a little bit of everything. So I think that's why Kelly, you know, was like, oh, my God, shut up. Because, wait, what was her tweet? It goes, she goes, you can't buy, 
oh, because Kelly lives in Newport Beach. And she goes, you can't buy a teardown in Newport Beach for two million. Kodo is nicer, is a nicer Temecula, which I thought was really funny because <laughs> Temecula, Temecula is like, uh, Isn't we it joke. In like, no, no, Temecula is, um, is near, like inland in Orange County. I think it technically is in Riverside County, which we call the 909 or the IE, which is like not very nice. But, um, it's it's basically an inland like kind of gross area kind of is what she is they're just saying. all shading each other but i i don't know just let tamra have her thing and so the thing that i did catch is she just say double gate so i thought that meant that she lived <laughs> in a gated community within a gated community right oh uh, maybe she meant that because that I always... exists in like florida because, like, so many communities right. are gated in Florida for God knows what reason. It definitely doesn't keep the alligators out. And, <laughs> and then they have these, like, even more exclusive gated communities within the gated communities. And I right. thought that was what they she was that... making it sound like. Yeah, they have that in the Oaks and Calabasas, too. I, it maybe was. I thought that she meant there was a gate at the end of her driveway. Oh, I mean, that would be a gated community within a gated community. <laughs> I mean, if you want to call your house a community, I don't know. Oh, but I mean, it's also, certainly a community when you include all of her children and all of their political opinions. Jesus Christ. They I represent can't... our entire country, the judges. <laughs> oh, my God. I... Oh, it's not, they're not the judges. They're, what was her maiden name? Barney? And, Barney. and Ryan has a different yeah. name anyhow. So, yeah, isn't his name like Volchek or something? I don't, I don't know. know. He's he's scary. So there's Ryan, her oldest son, who she had when she was like 18 or 19. And he is a huge Trump supporter. Um, and shocker. a serial killer. I'm just going to He looks there. very terrifying. Like I could yes. imagine him like sending bombs to government offices in his basement. <laughs> like, I've been saying for years. Ryan is like one step away from a Dateline special. Totally. Like, come on. And I thought he would look less like rapey if he shaved his beard situation. Nope. It's but the no, opposite. turns out no. It's the uh, he looks creepier. So he has a confessional without the beard where he talks about Spencer, her second to youngest child, calling out Ryan and saying, You're racist for supporting a wall. And um, the wall Which between the U.S. and Mexico. Brother, by the way. What? Which is his half-brother, by the way. Yes. His, yeah, his half-brother. And um, apparently Ryan was explaining to the camera that he can't be racist because he has Mexican people in his family and also some black people. I love when he's like, in quotes, also some black people. And, um, Which, <laughs> and like, I then know these people are. he said <laughs> Spencer, like, he was going to, like, punch him in the face. Well, if a guy like Ryan told me he was going to punch me in the face, like, I would believe it. He looks like someone yeah. who would do that. And he definitely got in trouble with some domestic violence incidents with his ex-girlfriend, right? Sarah. So I think he's scary. I think Spencer's afraid of him. And so Spencer won't come to the house, uh, Tamara, his mother's house, when Ryan, her other son, is there. And Which I think is completely justified. Oh. It's, yes, completely justified. And then Tamara's like, Ryan, like, well, uh, Tamara's, uh, I have so many issues with Tamara. She, and how she's like, well, I'm not going to get into politics or I don't know about that. It's like nobody in this country does not know what is going on right now. Nobody has no opinion. Like, 
you come on. And even if she did have an opinion, like the last person I would want to take any political like anything from is Tamara Barney. Yeah, she doesn't. Oh, Tamara. But I loved how she made the whole situation about her. She Everything was like, is about her. I mean, oh, of course. They're, I mean, they're all narcissists, but she is my least favorite narcissist because she has no respect for her, like her daughter's boundary. Her daughter set some very clear boundaries. Yes. Many years ago, I don't want to be on camera. Please don't talk to me about me on camera. Please don't share me on your public social media accounts. And she did, she every time crossed those boundaries and wonders why the daughter doesn't speak to her. So, anyways, <laughs> that's my issue with Tamara. But I loved watching Shannon Storm's Bedore get I'm her groove so back. I'm so happy for Shannon. Shannon looks amazing. I'm so happy for her. Like Kelly said, like she's, you know, she's not like a an Eeyore anymore. Like last season, I, I think I said this maybe before, Shannon was Eeyore. She was like, totally. oh, oh, there's I think a cloud. I lost my tail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just bringing up all the Winnie the Pooh references. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. No, but yeah, I, I, I mean, look at her. She's got fucking three guys in rotation. She's like, and I hope that she's like, suck a bag of dicks, David Bedore. Suck a bag of dicks. Because she is like, I mean, she looks great. She's, her QVC thing is going well, right? I mean, her daughters are great. Like, daughters are they gorgeous. haven't gone crazy despite their parents, like, <laughs> insane public divorce. They know, seem to be totally grounded. Yeah. yeah. And I love I, how they're a little awkward on camera. Not like Lisa yeah. Renna's girls who look a little too ready. These girls <laughs> are just kind of like, eh, it's a little awkward that our mom is this, like, reality star and we're just, like, teenagers going to a concert. I don't know. Like, they're yeah. they're cute. And I love, like, yeah, it's great cute. that she lost all that weight. She was oh, always kind of a small person. And she said, like, she's not used to being the size that she was because that just, even after having three kids, including twins, like, that was not what her body was. And so right, for her, right. it's about her confidence. It's about her energy. She looks fantastic. She feels good. She seems to have her sense of humor back. Like she's laughing yeah. so much yeah. with Kelly. And I loved the new woman, Bronwyn. I really liked her too. I, re- I really liked her too. I The only, um, I'm a little nervous about her. Because see now I'm like always trepidatious about people because I feel like I I feel like we've like been burned so many times. Um, I right off the bat I really liked her too. The only thing that like makes me a little bit nervous is and okay hold just sit down for this because I don't want to like startle you by saying this but she and her husband reminded me a little bit oh, no. of Carlton. <gasps> I'm sorry I know I know I know. <laughs> Do you think she and worships like me, Satan or whatever? No, 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 not in the satanic way. Not in the satanic. Let me let me explain myself. I know that was like a big a big statement. Okay? No, they seem to be um, into each other sexually in a weird way that is, I don't okay, want to yes, see. Yes, yes, yes totally. Yes. That's what in and I was like a little bit like we don't one we do not need to see that two I feel like you're overcompensating a little bit anytime yes. that you need to like be super you know like oh my god I, I love to bone my husband blah 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 like there's some issues there like most married people including me will be like 
oh god like thank god we boned twice this weekend so i'm good for the next week like <laughs> you know what i mean like that's normal marriage okay like <laughs> no so I, that's the only thing i'm a little nervous about with her and i also like i get that she has seven kids but i don't want her like shtick to turn in to be like i love being pregnant and like blah 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 like no so those are the only things i'm a little worried about with her but overall she seems like she's like willing to let it all hang out and you know, she's fun and yeah, whatever. Yeah, they were talking about breastfeeding, and she was like, I've been breastfeeding for 18 years. And then um, Shannon says, well, I breastfed my eldest for 26 months. Yeah, I thought, oh, my months. God, she had teeth by then, like a lot of them. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. This mm-hmm. is like an honest, honest question because we are in different geographical areas of the country. Um, Is it? Do you hear a lot? And I get that I probably heard about this more when I was nannying because I was like in that world. But do a lot of people like on the East Coast talk like are they all for like breastfeeding like for till their kids are like four and five or is that no, an LA thing? That is definitely there's a lot more I would say moms that have more nine to five type jobs on the East Coast without and so like the pumping and you would have to pump but you couldn't be there with the breast all the time. So like, and then the idea of like adding in foods and like, I don't, is that called like, well, welcome because it was World Breastfeeding Week last week. So oh, this is the perfect time to talk about it. I but um, yeah, no, people are not into doing it that late. And I don't think that there are necessarily, and I shouldn't quote myself on this, but as a public health person, I don't think the benefits um, once you're a certain age like are right, that useful because you have once you're um, a child no longer an infant after 12 months like your immune system kicks in differently right, so you don't right. need to rely on the breast milk for immunity and all these other things right right it's, well yeah it's, here, i don't know in la people do weird shit it, yes, they, they're like we're not going to vaccinate our kids but we're going to breastfeed them till they're five <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah pretty much i mean it's really weird because like Los Feliz Silver Lake, it's like to the far, far east, you get super, excuse me if this offends anyone, I'm sorry, but this is what I call it, like super kind of hippy-dippy. And then to the really, really far west, like Venice, Mar Vista, like that kind of area, like you get kind of super hippy-dippy over there. And I once, when I was still nannying, I once worked for an actress who told me that she thought that people that didn't breastfeed should be reported to DCFS. And I was like, you're fucking insane. And one time her child was solely breastfed and she said that she was going to do, I forget the terminology they use, but I think it's called like self-weaning or whatever. It's baby weaning or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So they decide when they want to stop having the breast. Exactly. So one time she left me at home. She went, they lived in the Palisades. She went to Beverly Hills, which with no traffic, Palisades to Beverly Hills is 20 minutes. With traffic, it's like an hour. And she left me with three ounces of frozen breast milk. And I was alone with the baby for like five hours. And I contemplated walking across the street and going to Gelson's and feeding the baby formula, even though she probably would have like beheaded me because this child was like screaming their head off. But yeah, a lot of people, especially in these more like whatever fluid out there communities there. I mean, I was at Whole Foods in Santa Monica. This was a couple months ago. There was a lady on the front 
bench. Like, she wasn't using, like, a nursing cover, which, fine, whatever. Like, I'm not traumatized by it. But she had, like, a four- or five-year-old just, like, sucking on her boob. And it. in the other hand, he had his iPhone. And <gasps> everyone was just acting like this is normal. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> No big deal. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. That's definitely not. I, I've never oh, seen anything funny. like that in D.C. or or even even up in New York. I've certainly yeah. never seen that in Minnesota where we both grew up. <laughs> yes. I, no. I have never. It, it, I've seen it a couple times now. And the other thing I've seen recently, too, is um, – I don't know what the correct term is, but basically like you're walking around and like, you know, when you put like a toddler on your hip, like kind of like that, but like your arms are free and the baby is just like suspending themselves themselves and they're sucking on your boob. So I've never like, seen any of these things, but I'm very uh, glad that there's a lot of positivity and openness around breastfeeding on the West Coast because women oh, here yeah. tend to always feel the need to cover themselves and don't feel comfortable breastfeeding in public or in many other places. And that's also not great because they have to feed their kids. So, Oh, yeah. Here, here's the formula. <laughs> you're like basically like on, you're blacklisted. <laughs> oh, there we go for, for judgment. And shaming. Now, speaking of judgment, Gina, when she got busted for her DUI and then met with Emily and through like kind of a almost a teary response was like, did I disappoint you? And Emily says, no. And then she goes, well, I mean, yeah. Oh, Oh, my God. I felt the storm clouds brewing. That relationship oh, yeah. is going to change. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I agree. And I that whole little like scene or whatever you want to call it, I felt so uncomfortable because I felt like Emily was really uncomfortable. And I felt like also I kind of wanted to like shake Gina a little bit because I get that she wanted to like confide in a friend. But every person I know who, whether they're my friend or just someone like I know who's an attorney, like they take that shit pretty seriously. (laughs) And I don't know. I just, I get that she's on the show, so she has to confide in her. I just think that, listen, if you get a DUI and you're confiding in your friend who is also an attorney, a practicing attorney, Mm -hmm. I don't know that you're going to get that much sympathy. Yeah, and I, I think that's just not the person to go th- to yeah. for sympathy. And I think she approached it in like a woe is me kind right. of a way as opposed to like, right. I made a mistake. I should have never done this. You you shouldn't have to ask someone like, did I disappoint you? You know, right. and that's not something you should be, be asking. You should, you know the answer if you're asking that. So, well, right. and yeah. I get asking your parents that because that's, a different kind of relationship and it was great that her dad's been so supportive of her but I believe she got a second DUI right okay I was confused about this too because right? I knew there was like a follow-up thing but I feel like it was like overshadowed by something else and I just know there's been a lot of fucking drama around this is the other thing that I don't know if you know the answer to this but didn't it get really messy for a second between between Gina and her soon-to-be ex-husband oh he got she got an emergency restraining order from him 
Right, but now they I feel like it. she's like, yeah, now she's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I, listen, I, I said this last season about Gina when I was like, dude, there's, guys, there's red flags here. Because one, she wouldn't have her husband film, which I get if your husband like has like a certain type of job, like he works for the government or something like that, but I don't think he does. I think he like, I don't know what the fuck he does. But anyway, that and her like little casita thing and her I. I was like, there's shit going on here. And the fact that when the rest of the girls were like, um, so you're cool with your husband living in downtown LA for most of the week when you're like, no, I'm sorry. That is not normal. So this season, I think it's like, it's the shit, like she can't help it coming out, but I feel like she's like kind of still trying to hide it a little bit. And I just think there's way more than we know. I, I think, think so way too. More I also... I mean, when someone gets an emergency restraining order, that's not out of no evidence, right? There has to be, like, a credible threat, a credible reason. Um, It's just like with Mike Fleiss, the creator of The Bachelor, who attacked his pregnant wife. And then they have it on the Nest Camp. I heard about that. You know? And, yeah, yeah, she dropped it and settled for $10 million. But it doesn't mean he didn't hit her. And right, with right. Gina, I feel like something happened with her husband. And now, you know, for the sake of whatever, moving on, the kids, whatever have you, she's letting it go. Yep. Yep. I think so, I think so too. And it could be her new house. Because I was wondering when she's showing us around the new house, whatever, and she's like, yeah, this is all mine, all mine. I'm like, okay, where did you get the money to buy that I mean I get that she didn't buy in cash she has a mortgage probably but even if you have to put down 20 percent and I don't know I mean I get that houses are a lot cheaper in Orange County but no it's at least a million so she had to put at least like 200 grand down and I don't think that she probably made that much from first season on Housewives so no, I think it's from it's from Matt her soon-to-be yeah, ex-husband, so and if she knows that if she doesn't press charges against him, she might be able to get more money and use it as leverage. Right. Oh, right. it's so dirty. So. It's so dirty. There's it so much. It is really much. dirty. Oh, I... And the other thing I wonder is that I wonder if her kids are going to be not on the show this year. Oh. Because we didn't see them, did we? No, we didn't, and I wonder if it's something to do with, like, the custody case. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking it was going to be, like, just like um, uh, Simon Barney, you know, didn't sign the release, or, like, with Bethany. Like, that's what I was thinking initially, is that was that, was that kind of situation. Now, the other really sad situation is Emily and how Shane is studying for the bar for the third oh. time and is not around to raise the, I don't even know how many kids they have. They have so many kids. Right, and they I have think? kids from his first marriage as well half the time. Oh, right. I forgot about that. I forgot. I, she, Shane, honestly, is the new, um, Honestly, I think he's even worse than fucking Slade Smiley. I don't even know who he is. Because Slade at least, like, supported Gretchen and her everything. Right. At least he was – yeah, and by support, we mean, like, emotional, not obviously financial. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sad. I'm like, let's clear that up. Uh, I mean, it's probably, you know, goes without saying. But, no, he's, like, weaselly and – oh, I know who he is. I fucking know who he is. Jim Marchese. (sighs) But isn't Jim Marchese super homophobic? I mean, I'm guessing that Emily's husband probably is too. 
I don't know. I mean, he lives in Orange County. He is Mormon. There's <laughs> nothing to do like, with it. I don't know if he'd be homophobic, actually, because she's friends with like a lot of different people, like LGBTQ. But who knows? I, I mean, I just think he's so a he's a not great partner. He really no. is a shitty partner. And watching it, I mean, it felt like that last season. And she kept on being like, people just don't get his humor. They don't understand what we have between each other. We got married on Gchat. Like, what? And none of that is normal. None of that is healthy. <laughs> like, right? Didn't he ask her out or ask her to get married yes. on Gchat? He proposed yes. on Gchat. Like, what? I know. Fucking, and then he's, and then she's like, that's a li- nice library you're in. And he's in like the guest room at his mother's house. Like, I get Persian mothers and their sons. Like, hello. Like, I get it. But <laughs> I. But it's like, you can't be bothered to raise your children. And, yeah, the fact that he's honestly, like, that's the other thing. He's, what, fucking 50 years old and he's studying for the bar for the third time? Like, at some point, just give up, dude. Like, really? You're, uh, and also, like, if you're going to try, maybe he's going to go into, like, you know, private practice or something. But if he's trying to apply to firm, like, don't they look and be like, so. Well, they met at work. (laughs) And so I wonder if it's, like, he's been doing this while he's at the same. Uh, But the thing is, do you think he resents her because she's an attorney and she's licensed and she passed the bar? You know, oh, she I'm sounds sure. like she's a bit sure. like more book smart than he is. Oh, for sure. And I'm sure, I feel like she has a pretty like a more alpha personality. And I think for um, for some guys, if they're like really insecure and like what cause I don't know, he just seems like an insecure, like unhappy human being to me. That may be probably. I don't know. Maybe that's like threatening to him too. He's like, well, fuck my wife actually passed the bar. She actually has a job. She can actually like have a job and have kids and like balance it all. Like he's probably intimidated by that too. So I don't know. I just like he was, I don't like the way he talks to her when they were FaceTiming. I was like, are you serious? Like if my husband talked to me like that way, I'd be like, and what yeah. And it, it, like, oh, she seems like just, such a boss in so ugh. many areas of her life. Like, she does party planning right, and I she's an attorney. It. But when it comes to him, she lets him walk all over her. And she's starting to push back. And he's, like, really nasty back. She's, like, pushing back. Like, no, I really want really you to be here. Like, the kids are asking for you. Oh, I just hate watching these, like, crappy marriages on TV. I really – it makes me feel I dirty. Know, I, know. I feel bad you know yeah yeah I I mean I feel like we all kind of know where it's headed and it's just like it's sad and but I would rather watch a happy marriage that's real than like a good marriage that's clearly fake where they just act like they're perfect together and you never see them fight and you never see oh true like any you know I don't know it's like what's what's real so well, I hear that you have not been watching uh, Real Housewives of Potomac, but let me tell you, if you're interested in a really high-quality season of Housewives, this season is <laughs> very good. It's so amazing. I know. I've been People have been telling me, like, I need to, like, get on the train here. It's just – it's messy. It's very real. You see some relationships, and you're like, oh, my God. How is this happening? Um, But the ladies are really showing every aspect of themselves. They're not, like, hiding things 
the way that the ladies on Beverly Hills do. And they're not good enough at self-producing that, like, you can see them sort of trying, but instead everything just comes out. All the drama, everything, it just kind of happens very organically. And it's before they even realize how to be housewives, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I love it when it shows like that. Like I feel like every show, like in its first season, it's like. But it takes yeah. them a couple seasons usually to like get going, and now they're like in like this right. is like the equivalent right. to like a scary island season. It is good. Oh wow! Yeah, so there's this. Um, it happened. I think was it last week, but. Um, so Ashley, who's very young, <laughs> she I, is married to this older guy, Michael, and he's had like a history of accusations of like touching men inappropriately or maybe being oh, yes, gay, I heard about like this. stuff like that. And he apparently grabbed a male cameraman's butt and sexual assault charges were filed, which makes me think there had to be some sort of evidence to, you know file those charges and um so everything ended up getting dropped and and as we know just like the domestic violence things doesn't mean it didn't happen Mm -hmm. and and it was dropped and he's back on the camera he's back on our tv screen and people are asking him about it and they're acting like everything is fine and then bravo through serious shade they showed the footage of when it happened and you hear the cameraman and you see the camera shaking and him being like don't do that man don't do that (laughs) and like it's very obvious something happened and he's like and then they show something else later where they're making it seem as if it was him and the cameraman talking but Monique claims it was like her cousin's voice not the cameraman so they may have tried to make it seem like it was even worse than it was, but it seems like it really happened and it was still really bad. But when I saw this footage, I'm telling you, my heart stopped. Like I could barely breathe. I was like, oh my God, what is happening? And the like previously unseen footage, I got the chills. <laughs> oh so, my God. It okay, was maybe so good. On this. It's really good. And it's in my neck of the woods and I know most of the places that they film. So yeah, that makes it more more fun when you're like, oh, I've been to that place, or yeah, yeah, that's true. It is kind of fun, you know. And it's, um, they, I forgot. I think they had uh, Issa Rae was on Watch What Happens Live, and she grew up in Potomac. And he's like, so does it remind you of home? And she's like, uh, the show was a lot blacker than my childhood was. Oh, because <laughs> it's true. Like it's not a very racially diverse. City, the DC general area is extremely racially diverse, but not the city of Potomac. That's what I always wondered too, because it's everything I ever knew of Potomac, it kind of, I always was under the impression it was like, kind of like I don't know. It's just a very like <laughs> white affluent area. Yeah. In particular, like it's just more white than like even its neighboring like suburbs. Like yeah. Bethesda, which is where actually I think Giselle lives. Like they all live, like only one or two of them actually live in Potomac. Everyone else, some people live in Virginia. They're all over the place. These people are like yeah. driving an hour, hour and a half to film with each other, which I'm sure is, 
you know, more normal in California where there's so much traffic and everything is geographically spread out. But here I'm like, why do they choose people from like all over the city as opposed to like in one area? But they're very good cast. Well, then that's worth it. It's totally worth it. Well, this was so fun. Tell everyone where they can find you and where they can find your Patreon. Yes, thank you so much for having me, of first course. off, I, um, and enlightening me. You know, Minnesota sisters. <laughs> <laughs> we are. I was telling someone the other day, they um, were, oh no, I was at Pilates, and it actually got, it doesn't get hot in LA in the summer until like September, October. And um, June, July, August are like, what, pretty, you know, um, chill, whatever, it's, especially on the West side, the highest it gets is like 80. Um, but someone at Pilates the other day was complaining cause it actually got up in to like, I don't know, 85, 87. They're like, Oh my God, it's so hot and whatever. I'm like, you guys shut up in the Midwest in the summer. It's like hot and humid. So you literally feel like you're going to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. And they just looked at me like, what? I was like, at least in LA, it cools down at night. Like in the Midwest, it's still hot at night. So yeah, I do not miss that place one bit, but, uh, <laughs> but yes, there are, there are lovely, other lovely things about it. But, um, yes, my podcast is the real housewife of the West side. You can find it everywhere and anywhere you find Mandy's podcast. And my Patreon is patreon.com slash RHOW. And yes, sometimes it is me talking about super, not secret, but you know, um, inside Intel about mostly the Beverly Hills girls. Cause they're, those are really the only ones I run into. Um, and then sometimes it's just, you know, more of like a personal journal and I talk about, you know, like whatever diary stuff. So yeah, check it out. Well, there is a Patreon that Jess has where she talks about her husband running into PK in his office and um, <laughs> yes, they set up a fake storefront or at least business office for Beverly Beach. So that is yes. something you all should listen to. Yeah, that was on the show. Their uh, Dorit's faux office, which it was cracking me up because they they showed like an exterior of some random office building in like I think Brentwood or something. And then they showed the interior of her office. And this is just like an office suite that they subleased from someone else for a couple months to film in. And now it's like completely deserted. And uh, yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Actually, I have I have quite a few Dorit and PK stories on my Patreon. But yeah, so much Dorit, so much PK. <laughs> More than you want. <laughs> Or maybe is it just enough? Because I oddly yeah. really enjoy Dorit on my television. I really you know, do. She's I... pretty to look at. She has so many weird fashion looks. Her yes. accent, I never know what it's going to be. You just never know with her. Yeah, you just never know. I, yeah, now that, as Lisa Vanderpump said, she's had a head transplant. Uh, it's even... Even better, which I love that she, I, it, obviously she didn't have a head transplant, but I'm like, Dorit, you know, people can look at pictures of you from high school, right? Like, <laughs> there's the internet. <laughs> oh, so funny. Well, it was so wonderful having you. Um, and where can we find you on social media? On Instagram, I am at Real Housewife of the West Side. And Twitter, I am really, really, really horrible at, but it's at R-H-O West Side. Awesome. Well, everyone, go check out Jess and her Real Housewife of the West Side podcast. And have a great week. 
Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.